Friday then, then Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday then, then Saturday, Sunday, what? It's Friday then, then Saturday, Sunday, Hello. Hello and welcome to episode 42 of Almighty Pod. My name's Tom, you're joining us for a Friday night special. We thought oh it's, it's a Friday gosh. night, we're not doing anything else other than doing the Almighty Pod, so why not make it a big special? Uh, we've got a very special guest coming on who we've been teasing for about six months. Is he finally here? Is he actually coming? He's finally coming on, yeah, in about 20 minutes. Wow. I'll, be- I'll believe it when I hear him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and joining me over Zoom, sadly not in person, Mr. Chris Wright, how are you? <laughs> After that intro, I am very good, Tommy. How are you? Buzzing. <laughs> Buzzing. <laughs> and on the other side of my Zoom, Mr. Sam Taylor. Are you well? I'm very well, Sam. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very well. Oh, I've got a feeling I'm going to know what you're going to answer to this, but have you been up to anything good this week that you want to share with the listeners? <laughs> I just need the sound effect of the tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been going for walks every evening now because I've been mm. bored. It's been, I've just been How bored wonderful. watching TV. So it's like <laughs> It's reached that point. Yeah. So it's, I've been that bored, I've had to go for a walk. Well, so, it was nice yesterday. It was like 10 degrees, and then apparently it's going to snow tomorrow again. Oh, crazy. I went for yeah, one mad. walk, and I was wearing inappropriate footwear for going for walks. Mm. I wasn't wearing a waterproof coat. I was about two miles from home, and it started bucketing. <laughs> Sam, have you been doing anything sad. interesting? Uh, lots of grand designs this week. I've, I've watched a lot of Kevin MacLeod. Nice. Watching people build show. ridiculous houses. Hey, so you've not done any design, you've just been watching other people? Nope. Just watching other people. That's the best way to do yeah. it. Inspiring. It's even well, better now. I've discovered you can pay three quid to get rid of the adverts on all four. So can it's, you? it's wonderful. Forever. Forever. I mean, oh, I think really? it's like three quid a month, but I'll just you oh. know cancel it at the end of the month when I've got <laughs> when, when I've watched all a, of Grand Designs. <laughs> when I've watched all of Grand Designs <laughs> and the West Wing, and I can have a social life again. Mm. Well, Happy days. we're here on Friday night, as we said. We're a bit sad that it's been months now. I've not been able to do it. But when was the last time we went for a curry on a Friday night? Because that seemed to be the thing that we always used to do. Every Friday, it was just assumed we just let each other know if we weren't yeah. going to be at the Courier. Yeah. Well, when, when did you introduce me to the anthem, Tom? The anthem. The anthem is coming up. The, um, the anthem of our Friday nights. <laughs> the, the song that we lived for. Yeah. I'm just going to play it. I'm not going to give any context other than that. Here we go. How do we stop it? How do we stop it? <laughs> <laughs> I pressed it again. It's very long. <laughs> I can't stop it. Okay. My soundboard on this website doesn't have a stop button, which is useful. Uh, Unbelievable. That is Friday night to a T. That is us. Wow. Massive tune. I couldn't play the whole song because there's a lot of expletives in it. <laughs> But I just it, wish that the people listening could have seen what happened to Chris <laughs> when that song came on then. He like turned into a different person. It was, I just, it was amazing. I just miss it, boys. I just miss it so possessed. much. I just, I just miss it. 
That'd be a great gift, to be fair. Can we make that into a gift? <laughs> I'm AL. I'll stick I'd, use that, I'd use that in every every single conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just... What is it on the... See Muppets Treasure Island? Doing the all game nuts. Oh, brilliant film. Yeah, doing the all game nuts. Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. I've got Cabin Fever. <laughs> I've got it too. <laughs> I have now, now got lockdown fever and I can't cope yeah. anymore. And I, 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 just, I, just need, I just need to go out on a Friday. For a curry with the boys. That's all I need. <laughs> it's very sad. All right, then let's go. We're like three or four minutes in, but I don't care. Let's just go straight to the news. Chris, what's been going on this week? Oh, what's been going on this week? Everything's been going on this week. But first of Big all, Big news. You need to play the jingle, please. The Almighty Pod News with your host, Chris Wright. Big news this week, boys. Obviously... With the format we've been doing, I'll make a statement. You've got to try and guess um, what the statement is related to, and that'll introduce our story for that section. So first we go. What was stolen from an Aberdeenshire village causing uproar in the town? Any guesses? No, someone's kilt. No, no (laughs) kilt was stolen. And that would be rough, that was. That would be terrible, because you'd have no underwear either. Do they wear underwear under kilts? Uh, Not the hardcore ones, I don't think. Wow. So how many guesses? The uh, the haggis for Burns Night. No, it was road safety officer Alan. <laughs> was what stolen? They stole Alan. They stole, stole Alan? Alan. They stole Alan. <laughs> okay, this is the statement that the council released. Okay, um, Alan took great pride in his role of reminding people driving in Braemar from Glen Street on the A93 that they were in a 30 mile per hour speed limit. That's the statement. Um, the council Good are very Alan. concerned. Um, as they are 100% sure Alan was taken because Alan is just a statue. <laughs> what? That was not where I thought that was going. <laughs> yeah, Al, he's not, Alan's not real. <laughs> so there's a statue. Explain. It's like a, a statue of a police officer stood mm-hmm. by the side of a road by a school. Well, does he look like, not like bronze or whatever they make statues out of? Is he like. No, no, it's got, it looks like a skin colour. Looks like a po- person. He's got skin yeah. colour and things. Um, and he uh, <laughs> and he's there to remind. Do you know when you go to Home Bargains and there's that picture of that uh, police officer on the window? Yeah, same one everywhere. Yeah, the same one everywhere. Please don't steal from here. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like that, except like an actual statue saying oh, right. 30, please. And someone's adding. Yeah. Someone's nicked the statue. No way. That sounds like classic uni night out on the way home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Someone nab <now> Alan. <laughs> Wake up, with tra- living in someone's holes. wake up with a traffic code stuck on your head. Uh, we've, <laughs> all, we've all been there. Anyway, um, <laughs> speaking of Scotland, Sam, you've touched on this already. What was launched into space this week to celebrate Burns Night? Ooh. Tom, any guesses? Uh, I don't know what Burns Night is. Do you want me to tell um, you what Burns Night is? Yes, please. That might help. Okay, Burns Night um, is the night that they celebrate the life of the Scottish poet Robert Burns. Hmm. Bit depressing, well, I'll it? play it safe then and say like a poem or something stupid. A poem? <laughs> you what said it's a poet. <laughs> what, so they sent like a piece of paper up into the space? Well, I don't know. What else could it be? Well, is it Alan? <laughs> <laughs> Have they checked? <laughs> That's why no one's found him. <laughs> Alan's just chilling in the, st- in the space station as we speak. No, it was um, a lump of haggis. Ah... Uh... There's the link. 
Right, and do you know what haggis is, Tom? Uh, I, well, I can't remember like the exact ingredients. Well, I have the I, exact... I know the rough concept of haggis. <laughs> I have the exact ingredients here. It's, it's a pudding made of mm-hmm. liver, heart and lungs of a sheep, minced and mixed with beef or mutton suet and oatmeal seasoned with onions, cayenne pepper and other spices. The mixture is packed into a sheep's stomach and then boiled. Have either of you ever had it? No, I'd have it, though. Yeah, years ago. How was it? It's okay. It's like one of those things that's not as bad as it sounds, but it's yeah. not like it's not worth having again. If you think about it, it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had um, I had lamb's heart of a tea last night, actually. <sighs> Do you know what I had last night? What? Chicken tikka masala. On a Friday? A Thursday night. On a Thursday night. Thursday night. On a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been shaking, hovering over the button for ages. <laughs> oh dear! It wasn't the same on a Thursday night, though. No, it's not the it's same, not is as it? Good. Never as good. Everything's better on a Friday. Everything. Everything. Apart from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone's thinking. <laughs> from yeah. prior experience, <laughs> not as good. Another link to Scotland. A very oh. loose and a very loose link. Scottish. Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. That's the link. Mm. Just Donald Trump. Link. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who has been to Scotland. Yeah. No, he, he, he opened that golf course, didn't he? You were going to say he owns Scotland then. Oh, no, he didn't own Scotland. He thinks he owns Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He opened that golf course, didn't he? Anyway, it came out that... It came out this week that in October, um, Donald Trump was prank called by someone pretending to be who? Any guesses? Uh, well, Putin would be like the obvious one. No, it wasn't Putin. And it, it, it goes even further. He was prank called while he was on Air Force One. Oh. So, so there was a lot of security to get through, I imagine, to get a phone call through to a flying aircraft. It's was not it Putin. a guy called Alan from Outer Space? <laughs> from the space station. <laughs> it wasn't Alan. It wasn't Alan. He's lying too quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone less interesting than a speed statue. Michael Gove. No, not Michael Gove. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, in fact, um, they were pretending to be Piers Morgan. Oh, wow. Mm. Tre- I wouldn't uh, say he's boring. I think he was quite interesting, but in the wrong way. That's, that, that, that's good, Tom. I, I agree. I agree. Um, Donald <laughs> realised he'd been prank called when he phoned Piers back the following day and Piers Morgan had no clue about what Donald Trump was on about. Okay, next one. Big story, um, from Germany, um, a 54-year-old man from Germany has been hospitalised mm. after being Ooh. bitten by what? Oh, a small child. No. <laughs> What's the name of that? The German Chancellor. She looks scary. <laughs> Angela Merkel. That's the one. She is scary. She could be a biter. No. <laughs> um, he's in a critical condition in hospital. Clapping. Is it an animal? It is an animal. Snake? No. Spider? No. Bear? No, but closer than snake. House cat? House cat? No, it's not a house cat. Um, he was at, he was bitten by a camel Ooh. in the face. I bet they're not very common in Germany. No, it was at a zoo. So oh, um, the employee right. of Pearlberg Zoo near Berlin was tending to the animals in the closed zoo and the camel and the cannibal. And the camel bit him square in the face, and he's now in a wow. serious condition in hospital. I'll update, wow, I'll you. update you all next week on how he is. However, Please do. Um, a final one. This is big news for Tom Hall. You ready, Tom? Come on. 
Hit me. Which social media network announced today that it is returning? Social media network. Yeah, they is are it ret- Bebo. It is Bebo. <laughs> is it? Bebo <laughs> is coming back, boys. No way. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, man. Bebo's coming back. They've said that they're going to delete all um, previous content, so you won't have your old food. Fo- photos wow. and all that dreadful kind of stuff that you did on Bebo when you're 12. So I miss back. that, you know. I never did MySpace or Bebo or anything like that. Maybe maybe this is how we get ahead of the curve in the podcast game is we ah. we get ourselves a Bebo. We get could, big on Bebo. We big could be big the on lead, Bebo. We could be the leaders in Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's the title Can I want. Can you just tell me, because obviously I missed it. What What is it and how is it different to everything else? I'm not sure I ever had it, to be fair. Oh, my gosh. We were cool, <laughs> Just boys. Then, Chris. We were cool. It, uh, it wasn't much different to Facebook, to be fair. You just put, um, you just wrote, wrote things on a wall, and mm. you just had conversations. Bit of crap, really. Another place, another place for nobody to care about what you yes. think. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except we were all at 12, 13 when, it, when we had it, so mm. disaster. Apart from you. Anger, didn't you say you missed it, even though you never had it? That's what I mean, yeah. I just didn't. Maybe it was maybe you were the ah, last year. Ah, you were a year older than me, I'm so maybe old, you were the last good year I, of Bebo. I am older. I am older. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. So Bebo's coming back. Almighty Pod will have a Bebo page. We'll post mm. a link. There That's we go. Tom's There's job can fulfil wow. his legacy that he was never given the opportunity to do. So I'm going to go straight 12. to Bebo after this. <laughs> All the listeners are keeping us on in the background, going straight to the app store. <laughs> I actually know when it goes live. I'm just going to go okay. on the website and have a look now. Oh. <gasps> It's coming, what? boys. Bebo, coming soon. Bebo Ooh. is coming back in February 2021. There's a brand new social network. We are currently in private beta. If you've been invited, please enter the... Why have we not been invited to Bebo? Mate, they've missed a trick there. That is ridiculous. That's the news, Tom. <laughs> That's the news. Right, we better get to our special guest. Okay, so we're joined this week. It's been something like six months in the making <laughs> i'm taking the lead on the interview this week because of chris's shambles last week <laughs> what do you Very mean shambles to the podcast <laughs> uh, and so i thought i'd go big this week we're going to welcome onto the show the policeman we've been promising you for weeks bruce clark yeah. oh, yes. joining us over zoom <laughs> oh, Excellent. <laughs> I, I'm well pleased. I'm, well, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Yeah. Um, putting faces to the voices. There yes. You go. It's been it's been amazing. Like every time, I think we mentioned it. We joked about it, but ages ago that we'd be having you on. Um, and almost yeah. every week, every time I've seen somebody, in the rare occasion that I've actually seen someone else who said, "Oh, when are you getting this policeman on?" <laughs> so, <laughs> I did start to feel like you're Matt Damon on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Like yeah. At the end of every show, it's like, oh, next week we'll get Matt Damon on. <laughs> One day I'll be on there. You are the oh, big mate. name. Oh, I, I tell you what, I'm not, I am not the big name. I can't believe I'm following Ron Willoughby. It's, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, like when, it's like when Top Gear, they have like these guests on the drivers. And obviously, you've had last week you've had like the Tom Cruise equivalent. I'm like... <laughs> I'm like the um, the host of a late night shopping channel. <laughs> oh, but he's a legend, and now you've got me. Well, uh, so, something we always do before we proper get into it, uh, Sam, you've got some lookalikes, I believe. I have. These are very kind this week, uh, Bruce. You're a very good looking chap. So unfortunately, there's no uh, 
There's no, uh, there's no ugly ones really. So uh, one, one for all the football fans. Uh, Danny Carver Hal, which I think is pretty decent to be fair. <laughs> that, is a, good. No, that is really yeah. good. That is really good, and he's got a solid beard as well. Oh, well, um, that's it then. That's it, boys. I'm going to ruin this for you. I, I know literally nothing about football, and then you're okay. massive fans. I've got no clue. It's that's okay. right. Uh, Gro- Josh Groban is another one. I'm less sure <laughs> about that one. Great. <laughs> sure. okay. um, and John Travolta is my personal favourite. What era? What era? What You've era? Travolta right, are doing? Yeah, the, pic- the picture on this website, as in with no beard and massive long hair. So I'm not really sure how that works. It's full on grease. That's well, what it looks like. There you but go. We, we, but when Sam told us earlier that they were all very kind, uh, me and Tom got our heads together and <laughs> thought of some um, a bit mm. harsher ones. So Tom, have you, did you think of one or not? The only one I could think of, and this was not to cause offence. Um, <laughs> yeah, when someone, someone says, I didn't mean to cause you offence. Like, I'm going to offend you right now. I was going purely off the facial hair. Um, a, a, a lot skinnier version of Peter Kay's character from Max and Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right. Right. Okay. That's amazing. Um, there we go. Okay, and then I went wow. for. Um, I don't know if this is better, actually. <laughs> I don't mean to cause offence. However, oh. <laughs> do you remember the? Um, <laughs> do you remember the Salisbury Novichok people from Russia? Oh my life! No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've been- as one of the the offenders you referring to, yeah, yeah, one of the one of the undercover Russians. <laughs> oh, I want to play. Oh, I want to play King John Young or something. But, oh. <laughs> okay, wow. sorry, sorry. That's amazing. Now everyone knows what you look like, at least for all the people that can't see you. Yeah, um, close your eyes and imagine a John Travolta and a, an assassin of a Russian. Yeah. <laughs> do you just want to give people? Obviously, we know you're a policeman, um, but do you want to give people a bit of a background as to who you are, how we know you? I guess would be a good link, and what stuff you do for your day job. Um, yeah, of course. Obviously, yeah, I'm a policeman. That fact, that's not all I am. Um, I'm, a, I'm a husband. I've got two children. Children. Yeah, I I've met a lot of you guys through working through Swan Bank. I was very involved in the in work some years ago. Obviously, so I remember Tom has been. I think is it sports camp that you you came with. Were you a part of sports camp? I can't remember. Yeah, part yeah, every sports camp. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, obviously heavily involved in that. So that's why I know a lot of you guys from really. Mm-hmm. Nice. I can't milk that out anymore, mate. So that's as much I know. <laughs> So, so Bruce, you said that you were part of obviously Swan Back and that kind of stuff. Um, for me, Sam and Tom, um, all involved in church and that kind of stuff. However, we were kind of brought up in that setting. However, I think it was yeah. a bit different for yourself. Like a lot of young men who end up at church, it's because of a of a girl. I won't I won't I won't mention her name. I don't want to embarrass her or the family. Um, <laughs> Is that because it's been mentioned by you? Being associated with you. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. That's exactly why. Um, yeah, I, I didn't grow up in a in a Christian household at all. I um, obviously I was aware of the Christian faith. I was aware about all different faiths. Um, and it was I remember it now. We we kind of came back from a holiday, and um, the girl I was with was constantly on at me saying, "Oh, you need to." She was a member that going to the group at the time. 
Mm-hmm. And he was constantly on. I said, oh, come to the group, come to the group. And like most most lads, um, I put my foot down and then end up going anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was... <laughs> um, but I must say, I must credit the family of um, the girl I was seeing. They were never... They were never shy of their faith. They were very upfront and honest. So I'd admired that. They never kind of acted deathly around me. It was kind of, look, we're a Christian family, Bruce. This is what we are. Um, and that was like a good introduction to it, really. Mm. Um, obviously, my my first night at the group, I think it was Gerard Hearson that was doing it, and he was talking about communion. Yeah. Now, Just for the people, Bruce, for the people listening, the group is a church youth group, isn't it? Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, obviously a lot of obviously um, they. It was a bit of a, a notice. Did a lot of notices at the beginning, then the serious bit, and there was some kind of nonsense towards the end. And um, it was aimed at like the young, young adult, teenage kind of age group introducing mm-hmm. to the, the Christian faith and the Bible studies, etc. And um, yeah, so I remember walking in. I think it was about seven, eight of us. Um, took up the whole of the back row. Joe and Hearson try and be. How Gerard Hearson is very serious and very down to the point. Talk about communion, <laughs> and I think I laughed through the whole lot of it. And wow. I was so disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's someone who didn't know what it was on about. Oh, obviously, I'm like, this is my blood, this is my body. I'm like, all oh, my yeah, life is yeah. of cannibals. What is this what is going on? <laughs> um, now, I mean, you've kind of mentioned a little bit of one there. We could fill, and I'd be very happy to do it. We could fill the whole episode with this. Um, but something we always ask people to do when they come on is to share an embarrassing story, whether that is related to poo or just related to something where you've had a blunder in the past. And you've kind of you've hinted to us that you've got quite a few up your sleeve. No, no, I'm on so. the pressure. I've got. I'll be always honest with you. I've got no poo stories, and I must admit, when I hear you boys talk, I do cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I, I? I can share. I know you guys like a good prank. I can share mm. where. I was the victim of one of the most serious pranks ever. Oh, please. Yes, um, please. And, and uh, the offender in this was my was my son at the time, and he was, he was no older. He was no older than four or five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So well, when at work, I used to leave early in the morning, and um, I used to phone at the house and maybe that was in the morning to make sure to say hello, good morning to the kids and all that. And, Oliver, my son, answered the phone and I said, oh, hi, Oliver, good morning, uh, blah, blah, blah. Can I speak to mummy, please? To which he said, I, no, daddy, mummy's still in bed. So I thought, oh, okay, mummy's having a sneaky lie and this is half past <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning, what's going on? I go, Oliver is fine, go upstairs, wake up mummy. No, daddy, I can't do that, she won't wake up. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! So I start quite panicking. Start panicking. <laughs> Oliver, go upstairs, shake mummy, really shout. You won't be told off. No, daddy, I can't. I can't. She won't wake up, daddy. I've tried. <laughs> oh my gosh! Given my job, I'm now in the car. I am now getting the car ready. I am flying all the way back home. <laughs> Oliver, and now I'm thinking I've got to get my son out of the house. How am I going to do this? Anyway, this went on for five, five, ten minutes at, at all, and <laughs> of me telling him to get out of the house, and then all of a sudden I hear Davinia's voice in the background. He goes, "Oh, Dad, I'm only joking." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. What>? oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, fine. Man. 
five years old and he thought that he thought that was funny I've got <laughs> I've got good hopes for your son I'm not expecting a, not big things grey hair until that day <laughs> oh, I'm expecting big things when he's older if that's the yes, bar he's set himself then it has that's wow. insane you're going to have a nightmare mate absolute nightmare with him yeah yeah. <laughs> when I spoke to you early on in the week about where to go with this, you did say that if we asked you some similar questions to what I asked Chris a couple of weeks back when we yes. did the Never Have I Ever, you'd yeah. have some similar response, like some some responses to the same questions. I have, yeah, particularly one, more the confession one, really. Um, okay. but you go for the questions and I'll answer, I'll answer them. Okay. I've slightly tweaked the first one. <laughs> okay. By which I mean made a new one. Um, <laughs> Never Have I Ever hijacked a JCB. I knew, I knew this was coming. You know when you share something when you're younger, thinking, let's go and rest everyone. And then yeah. you, you reach 35 and you're, like, and you're on a podcast and now you're a professional job. Um, have I ever? Oh, man. I, can, can I say no comments? <laughs> no, we know you don't like it when people say that, so you can share us uh, the truth, please. <laughs> I, but whatever you share, maybe maybe uh, use the evidence. <laughs> I, uh, I may have done something silly when I when I was much younger, and thankfully I have learned the error of my ways, and I've never done it since or again. <laughs> so, from that statement, you did steal a JCB. I've given my answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is how your people feel, isn't it? I'm getting That's it. This is why we don't get many guests. <laughs> okay. Uh, never have I ever urinated in a swimming pool as an adult. Ooh. I'm sure I must have. But anyway, it doesn't. St- <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say yes because whoever he says he have is clearly lying. Yeah, true. But, uh, some clarification on that, Tom. Mm. Are you talking about into the pool or already in the pool and having a wee? Well, I meant just already <laughs> in the pool, but even better if you weren't in the pool. Yeah. I just, I, and just for further clarification, I meant me being in the pool. Okay. Yeah. On the side. You're not stood what did you mean, Chris? Last, <laughs> last week. Uh, the next one I'm very interested about. Uh, never have I ever been arrested. Oh, no. Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully, no. Oh, yeah. no. have, you ever, have you ever been no. close? To, no, it's too quick. I mean, no, no, I haven't. No, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, never have I ever fainted? Yes, I have fainted nearly, and it's thankfully stayed on my feet. Um, <laughs> well, you blacked out and stayed on your feet. Yeah, that's I'll, impressive. I'll, yeah, that's and amazing. I'll start off. Um, this was during, everyone's heard of the Killer Mile racing mm. in Malcop. Um, I don't like to be the centre of attention, boys, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> and um, I was doing the Killer Mile, and if you know the route, it's a really, it goes really, really steep at one point. And I, I was giving it my all. I was still a bit of an unexperienced run at that time. And there was there was crowds either side really cheering, and um, it kind of quietened down. I'm like... Come on! And the crowd cheered. I like this. Come on! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Getting to breathe. And um, yeah, oh. I lost sight for a second. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Oh my god. So, yeah, I managed to stay on my feet and um, yeah, I managed to keep going. Oh. oh. I will say just on that, we, often we mentioned that we've been struggling to go for a run yeah. between me and Sam. You're the one that puts us all to shame on Strava when you can see what oh, people have been yeah. doing. <laughs> it's like you've scrolled down your newsfeed, casual Sunday night run, 20 miles, Bruce Clark. No, no, Half no, no. You, you want to, that's where I'm at now. What you want to do is look back right at the beginning when it was taking yeah. me an hour and a half to run four miles. Wow. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, that's us at the moment. Yeah. Um, the next one. Never have I ever cheated on an exam. Right. This is the one now. This is the one that <laughs> I've had for years. And it was an, ex- an exam. Now, Chris, um, you're, at, you're at Brown Hills, aren't you? Yes, I am. Does Miss Carver Green still work there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> right. You might want to tell her I'm really sorry when you <laughs> When she tunes in, she'll find out. How? Yeah, I'm sure she listens. Um, every week. Every week. Every week. Um, we were doing Macbeth. How I got into the into the top set in English, I do not know. Um, I can barely speak and spell now. Anyway, we, were, we were doing Macbeth, and obviously after, obviously you got all the the names for the characters, and we had to learn the spellings. And every week we had the spelling test, and I was constantly at the bottom. And I think Miss Carvergood had enough of this and said, "Bruce, if you don't learn these spellings, I'm going to have you at the front, and you're going to for everyone." I fine. So I didn't learn them. And I was up at the front, failed. Then I thought, I'm not having this. So I wrote all the answers. I wrote all the spellings on my hand. And I thought, right, here we go. So I know people that, I know people at home can't see me on the camera. So she'd ask me the spelling, and I'd be so dramatic. Oh, um, I don't know. Hand on my <laughs> Hand over the face. Uh, a, Z, and then whatever. <laughs> got it correct. My mistake I made was was telling when I sat back down, dead shuff myself, <laughs> telling the guys I was sat with, and goes, "Oh, look at my hand off, oh man," and off they went and told Miss Carver Green. So next, oh, no. right, you can do it again. My confession to this was for the last time was before English happened, I managed to sneak into the classroom, <laughs> and I wrote I wrote all the spellings <laughs> on the shelf behind me. <laughs> So now she had me stand at the front, my hands in my pockets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I do this, bit dramatic. So I do a full 180. I own Miss Carver Green a spelling test. Oh, <laughs> Chris, if you go into an English classroom at that school now, you'll find the list yeah. of all the Macbeth characters. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, on wow. a shelf. Unbelievable. That's, 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 that's very clever. Yeah, I thought so. I thought that's so. Amazing. You deserve to pass just for that. Yeah. But but on the back of that, Chris, for you yourself, you confessed to something the other week, didn't you? What was it? You, um, is it Kinder, Here we go. Kinder Bueno? <laughs> now, yes, yes. Yes, officer. Yeah. You, <laughs> now, you made, you made it sound like that was a one-off event. Now, my, 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 sources, my sources tell me, and we'll, we'll, we'll codename this source um, Tony. Not what we mean anything to you, but we'll to them. That, um, I, I, I know the nickname. Yeah, Tony, yeah. So they informed oh, me that this was like a, this was a daily occurrence. He used to take orders. 
Lads, what do you want? I will go and get it from the shop. And subsequently, Nick, go and steal these items and take them in, to your friends at school. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Chris is a kind of bueno dealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't solely Quinda Quinda Benners, apparently. This was um, anything anything they wanted, apparently. Wow. <laughs> Nothing was off limit, according to Rye. Yeah. <laughs> That, wow. may, that may have happened once or twice. <laughs> a week. A week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, dear. I felt like there, I was watching I was watching 24 Hours in Police Custody. That's what it felt like at the moment where they produce, they produce the evidence to the uh, to the suspect. That's, I felt like I was watching an episode there. Yeah, you've that been was... getting that ready. That was good detective <laughs> work. That, that good detective great. work, officer. Yeah, yeah, now you've right. caught him a few years down the line. <laughs> now you've caught him. What would you say to a young man such as that? <laughs> <laughs> Pick your friend better. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of catching um, shoplifters, caught one today. I am aware that before you were a police officer, um, you yeah. had a job that involved catching shoplifters quite often. Have you got any stories of that? Oh man! Oh, on the spot. Um, I once, I once caught a shoplifter dressed as the Riddler from Batman. <laughs> You need, to, you need to give some context to this. I really hope it was like a really long-winded, complex <laughs> left clues around the store. It, when the worst thing, it wasn't. It wasn't like Halloween. It wasn't any kind of theme nights. <laughs> and I saw this gentleman come in. I thought, "That's the Riddler." <laughs> and I thought, "How do you do?" And um, and that was the only reason I was watching him. And he wasn't the most. He wasn't the most successful shoplifter, I say. <laughs> He, as he filled his pockets and walked out. <laughs> that's not the weird thing is when you have to because obviously you catch you catch someone shoplifting, you obviously have to phone the police and they say I've got any details for him. But it's not like, yeah, he's the Riddler. We caught him finally. I've never felt more like Batman in my life. <laughs> oh, uh, I hope you put the voice on on the phone. And so recently, now obviously, now like Batman, I'm dressed all in black and I've got to wear a mask every day. Um, that's probably the closest I'll get to be Batman, yeah. Nice. Oh. I always remember, and I, I tell this to way too many people and probably shouldn't put it on a public forum like this, but one of the things well, that I've learned from you it. is... We can edit it, <laughs> One of the things I've learned from you is if you ever wanted to rob somewhere like Asta the most effective way to do it but you did catch these people so what i can remember is you said that the closest ever anyone ever came to robin asda was two people went in with trolleys and bought oh, yeah. exactly the same thing yeah and then one of them paid for it and the other one didn't and then just yeah. handed the receipt over so when oh. one walked out and all the alarms went off they just showed him the receipt yeah yeah that's true yeah that was a good one that was there yeah, you probably shouldn't share that one here, Tom. Because... <laughs> <laughs> the news will be interesting next week. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely rinsed. <laughs> How did you catch him? Tell you what, I, I must confess, it wasn't it wasn't me solely. It was the guy. The guy who I was with was just watching him, and he, he just had this gut feeling. He said, "There's something suspicious about these two people." And yeah, You're dressed as the Joker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but massive fat swag on it. 
I yeah. forgot. In all fairness, thank you for that. It's a memory lane job that is. I, mean, I totally forgot about my security days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we could talk for hours about embarrassing stories and stuff. We probably better get to something vaguely. Oh, serious, yeah. yeah. Vaguely wholesome for people. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I think the fact that people have heard tonight how the Riddler was eventually caught is enough, <laughs> and I think we can all go home. By Bruce Clark in Tunstall as do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a box of Harry Bow. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, obviously, Bruce, you spoke about your security days before you hit the big time. So, yeah. just how did you get to the point where you are now? Because I know it was quite a... Um, you shared a story with me before, and it's quite an interesting story about getting to achieve what you wanted to achieve. Um, so do you want to share a short part of that journey? Yeah, of course, yeah. So as, as I mentioned before, um, I was very heavily involved in, in the youth work at, at Swan Bank at the time. Um, and what that did for me, that gave me a lot of experience dealing with people from different, different types of walks of life. What it also did, and not blowing my own trump and not having an ego, what, what church showed me was what I was actually capable of doing I grew up in the era where the internet kind of exploded and it was all computers and it was drilled into you. IT is going to be this big thing and you need to yeah. go out and make money. Um, I did a, that's all I saw. That's all I thought. I thought what you needed to do. And I went to college and studied IT and completely failed. And the only course I could get onto was this, um, was health and social care. And that's what got me involved in the youth work. Anyway, and I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I remember to this day, um, I was doing a security work and work with the police, and that was like I was looking one side at the police and one side at, at doing youth work professionally. And I remember to this day, it was when um, the youth work at our church was stepping down, and um, a lot of people were asking me, "Do I want to go to be the? Do I want to apply to be the youth worker at, at Swan Bank?" And um, I gave it a lot of thought. And I remember to this, I was sat, I was stood on the steps of Swan Bank, and I got a phone call from the youth worker. So I looked, Bruce, you need to kind of make a decision: are you going to go for it or not? Not guaranteed that I'm going to get it at all, but it's like, consider going for it. And I remember sitting there, I was praying about it, and God kind of said to me, right, Bruce, you can go for the youth work job, and you've got the skills and gifts already to, to go for it, and you'll have a good chance. Or you can, it's going to be a harder route where you can pursue the police. Um, and I took the harder route, and it, and it was a long route, because at the time as well, and there was no, they weren't recruiting at all. Um, I'm, I've been in countless applications. It took me six years to get in. Um, wow. Prior to actually becoming a full-time officer, um, there's a role that you can call the special counsel, which means you can you get all the fun bits. You can be a volunteer police officer. You just don't do the paperwork. You don't get paid. And that gave me a fantastic insight to, to what the role actually involved, really. And I, and I fell in love with it then. And it, it, hands down, it is the best job in the world. Um, and it was the best decision. Um, Swan Bank got a fantastic youth work and Ali Johnson, who did amazing things with it, um, did a much better job than I ever would. And um, I went and got my dream job and I've never had a bad day since. Wow. In what, in what ways does your does you having a faith change how you approach being a police officer? That's a, good, that's a very good question. I'm not I'm not saying just because just I'm a Christian, I probably do this better or more than anyone else. It's, you've, got the, you've got the compassion side as well. And... When you when you you're seeing people sometimes in their lowest moment in their in their life, and they might never ever meet a Christian again. Obviously, I don't tell that person I'm a Christian, but I might be the only, I might be the only person they meet who's got a faith, and 
I've got an opportunity to pray for that person, not not with them. I don't get a bit hands on. I'm not be quite weird. Just just arresting yeah. them. We're going to pray for you now as we go into custody. Um, you know, I, 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 yeah, it's an opportunity to pray for people. It's where it's after as well, and you've seen some horrific things. You've kind of got that idea when you're driving home. It's not a case of you talking to yourself. I feel like you can talk to God and say, "Look, I've done that. I've seen this." Yeah. And you can pray about it, and you're not always taking that stuff home, really. Um, that's probably the, the biggest difference. Having that, having knowing that someone is actually listening to you, and yeah. understands you as, as a whole being, not just a police officer, but you're going as a person, as a man. Yeah. And um, yeah, and it does affect you. I think that's amazing, and I think that's a good encouragement for other people as well. Um, a to B, whatever whatever your role is, whatever you you do in life, to approach it with compassion. And then also having that like sense of security almost that you don't have to face whatever, however horrific the stuff is, you have to face that alone and you've got somebody that you can yeah. take all that, like yeah. whatever consequences that you can take that to God, can't you? Yeah. And yeah, and I have to constantly remind myself of that. Um, the drive to work is always the God, I know today may be tough and I don't ask that you make it any easier for me, just that you give me the strength to get, to get through it. And um, I'm, I'm my chef really. Uh, I pray for all of us. I know obviously we're on the front line, aren't we? Pray for everyone to get through it. And on that way back, it's like, right, we've been through that now. Um, healing and, and all that and understanding, et cetera. That's a, really, that's a really powerful prayer to pray. That not that God would make it easier, but that God would give you what you need to deal with yeah. it. I think that's, that's yeah. really helpful. That's really good. Okay, so Bruce, obviously you're a police officer. Yeah, we've established that now. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you've been paying attention, Chris. Yeah. Good job, I, mate. I have paid attention. Um, <laughs> now, one of my favourite films, I'm not going to say it, but in, in homage to that, I've got one question for you, Bruce. Have you ever fired your gut up in the air and gone, oh, ah? Oh, oh, oh. Can you do it in the voice, please? <laughs> the voice? Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm going, have you ever fired your gun in the air and gone, ah? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never fired my gun in the air and gone, ah. <laughs> no, no, amazing. But for anyone that has not got a clue what that is, oh yeah, it's hot fuzz. Now, boys, obviously, you boys used to do a lot of quotes about movies and a lot of stuff. Mm. And hot fuzz again, a brilliant movie. Um, and we get asked a lot of questions about, it. oh, did that really happen? And it's <laughs> actually some of that stuff they show in that that film is actually true. What actually happens? Well, <laughs> every time, every time. A swan job comes in, and it do happen. <laughs> that's all you get. Oh, look at the no swans then. That's all you get, and you're guaranteed to be photographed next to a swan. Quality. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bruce, thank you so much for coming on. It's been amazing just to hear some of your wisdom and some of your funny stories. Hopefully, it won't be another six months before you're back on again. Oh, well, it's been an absolute pleasure. I must admit, this might be the one time I won't listen to you because I hate the sound of my voice. <laughs> Chris will listen to it anyway because he loves the sound of his voice. <laughs> what you need to do, Bruce, is listen to it um, with the sound off. Racks up the listens. Right. Ah, yeah. Put it on loop. <laughs> Is this why you're number sixty in the the Christian podcast chart? Potentially. Probably. Yeah. Wow. Bruce, thanks so much for coming on. Always Hope you well. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. See you People, soon. Keep doing the good work. Take care. There we go, boys.
Bruce Clark live and in person. Wow. Finally had him on. Absolutely amazing. I think it was worth the wait. It was the worth the wait, boys. I think I need to go upstairs and like my eyes are now much pain from all the tears <laughs> to go and put some eye drops in because so fun. Unreal. I get the Unreal. impression just as he left, he did say that he had a lot more stories up his sleeve. So yeah. I think that's just an excuse to get him back on a yeah. future episode. I might For ask sure. him today and then maybe like twenty twenty two. Tell you what, when when he when he retires when he retires in like fifteen, oh, twenty years mate. because yeah. he's getting old now. He's getting on a bit. We could um, we can get him to share all his stories that yes. he can't that's share. Amazing. All right, I think that'll do it. We've talked for far too long. That's the end of episode 42. If you want to uh, send us any stories of your own that can match what Bruce has told us today, you can email us at almightypodmail at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash almightypod or on Twitter at almighty underscore pod. Boys, thanks for listening. Thanks for chatting. <laughs> you've not just listened, you've actually <laughs> taken part. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, thanks for listening. Boys, thanks for chatting. And I'll see you next week. See, see you, Tommy. <laughs>